This is Dr. Jimmy Nichols, equine nutritionist. On this podcast, we will explore unique cases, debunk popular myths, and break down advanced research data. Join me for a little fun, a lot of science, and some real-world advice for feeding horses. Hey, it's Dr. Jimmy. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing a unique nutritional technology, um, but it's something that we don't normally think about in terms of uh, nutrition. So uh, let's dive into the topic of plasma and why it is, in my opinion, one of the best things that you can actually be feeding to your horse. So let's let's explain what plasma is to begin with. Um, plasma is the clear yellow colored liquid portion of blood that remains after the red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, and other cellular components are removed from it. So plasma um, consists of about 55% of the volume of blood. And within that plasma portion, um, you're going to have water, salts, enzymes, antibodies, and some other um, biologically active proteins. So in humans, plasma is commonly given to uh, like trauma, burn, and shock patients. And it's often used in people with uh, like severe liver disease or people who have um, problems with uh, blood clotting. Um, So it basically it helps boost blood volume, which can prevent shock and help help those patients with blood clotting. But in horses, we actually use it for a few different things. So first, I'm going to go through the three things that are probably most well-known for the use of plasma within horses. Um, the first, we typically will see plasma being used um, for foals. So if there is a failure of the passive transfer of antibodies to a foal, uh, meaning the, the mare failed um, to provide adequate amounts of colostrum, or maybe the foal didn't nurse, or maybe the mare didn't let the foal nurse, uh, regardless, the foal wasn't able to consume that first milk, or what we call colostrum. And we will know that by um, measuring the circulating IgG levels within that foal at about 12 hours after birth. And so if they are less than a certain number, which is about 400 milligrams per deciliter, we know that that foal um, did not receive the level of antibodies that he needed. Uh, So in that case, a veterinarian would typically um, run an IV to that foal and hang a a bag of liquid plasma uh, to uh, support that foal and provide him with the antibodies that he needs in order to survive. Now, the next place where we typically will see the use of plasma is in PRP therapy. Uh, PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma. And so in that situation, um, the the PRP is used to kind of jumpstart the healing cascade um, and essentially uh, speed up that process of tissue regeneration. And and that can function in skin, bone, uh, but specifically in soft tissues such as tendons and ligaments. Um, it can also be used for other soft tissue areas like, you know, maybe eye ulcers or skin wounds. Um, and it's really helpful in areas that have poor vasculature or what I'm um, basically, uh, areas that don't have good blood flow. Now, the third area that, um, we're familiar seeing, uh, plasma used in horses is IRAP therapy. Okay. 
So in IRAP therapy, basically the horse's own blood is drawn and then it is centrifuged down to create um, a unique condition serum called ACS. That stands for autologous conditioned serum. Okay, so once that blood has been centrifuged down and you're left with this ACS, this serum, uh, that serum is then injected into joints um, specifically to treat inflammation, lameness, um, and then just to kind of encourage um, overall joint healing and joint health. So, I mean, the, the first three forms that I've talked about are all, um, they're all in liquid state and they're all administered through a needle. But this fourth form that we're going to talk about, and really the purpose of this whole podcast, uh, is an oral form of plasma that can actually be fed in the daily diet, okay? So in the case of oral plasma, basically what happens is porcine blood is used, um, it's, (laughs) don't freak out, (laughs) Uh, the blood is sourced from federally inspected facilities, Um, It is centrifuged down to isolate the plasma. Okay, then it is fractioned into a concentrated serum. All right, that's done in order to preserve uh, the biologically active proteins. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Those biologically active proteins are essentially, um, they're the magic. Okay, they are are the, the things that support and maintain normal immune function and inflammatory responses. So once you have this serum, that serum is then um, thermally treated, okay, so essentially heat treated, it's dried down, and then um, it's analyzed to make sure that it meets all of the safety and quality specifications. So when you're left with that dried powder, um, you can take that powder then and make it into a pellet that a horse can then eat on a daily basis. So, you know, oral plasma, I mean, the, the technology itself is, is really pretty new to the equine industry, but in all honesty, I mean, it's, it's a decades old science. Um, in fact, I mean, there are over 500 published peer reviewed scientific studies supporting the benefits of using, uh, oral plasma in animals. In fact, I mean, it is, it has been studied literally in everything from humans to horses to cattle to pigs to chickens i mean even aquaculture <laughs> they have looked at um plasma i mean literally in all of these species with um you know the consistent message across the board is i mean is the same so orally dosed plasma supports and maintains a healthy immune system um it helps reduce inflammation it's going to help with any kind of gut dysfunction that the animal is dealing with. And um, some research in horses has actually shown that it can even improve uh, range of motion in joints and also increase stride length. So I I had mentioned, you know, the term biologically active proteins. And in all honesty, that's probably the term I would prefer to use for this technology. Um, But, you know, I think a couple things. So one, I think those words sound a little bit intimidating. I mean, you throw the word bioactive at somebody and they think that it's, you know, something from outer space or, you know, some, some kind of craziness that they don't want anything to do with. But if you think about the term, so let's break it down. So biological means related to living organisms. Okay. Active just means that something uh, is capable 
of uh, essentially modifying its state in response to something else, okay? And then proteins. So proteins are just, they're long chains of amino acids that are essential to all living organisms, okay? So nothing scary in any of those three things, but it's like when you put them together, it just, I don't know, it just sounds scary. I'm not sure why. <laughs> but so in short, I mean, basically plasma has biological actions that go really beyond the scope of basic nutrition. So what I mean when I say that is, you know, these proteins are providing way more benefit to the animal than just supplying basic amino acids in the way that we would normally think of, you know, putting protein into the diet. Okay. So I've been using the word plasma and I do this because um, that's how you as a horse owner are going to see this ingredient written on the label under the ingredients list. So the term animal plasma um, is the definition that's been assigned by AFCO, which is the American Association of Feed Control Officials. And I mean, basically, we can't deviate from that. So we can't make up our own terms. Right? So once an ingredient has been approved for use within animals, you have to use the term that they give you for it. So animal plasma, it is. Um, as a side note, uh, I guess I did mention earlier too that our plasma is sourced from porcine or swine or pigs, okay? And I mean, I'm guessing that some of you are listening right now thinking, oh my goodness, what? I, I don't want to put pig anything into my horse, right? Well, if you think about it, uh, doctors, human doctors actually routinely source heart valves from pigs and use them in human patients. So in my mind, I mean, if a pig is good enough for me, I'm going to say it's probably good enough for my horse too. So that's kind of the way that I explain, you know, help people feel a little bit more comfortable with the fact that the plasma is being sourced from pigs. Um, so, all right. I talked about biologically active proteins saying that, you know, I'd, I wish that I could use that term. Um, so what are they? I mean, what are the active proteins that are actually in plasma? Um, there are four, there are a lot, first of all, there are a lot, but, um, I'm going to highlight four of them that I think are really important. So the first is peptides. Uh, peptides are basically molecules that play a role in metabolic functions. Okay. So they consist of short chains of amino acids. When I say short chain, um, a short chain amino acid is basically anything from two to 50 amino acids linked together. Okay. And so those peptides essentially send signals to cells within the body to let them know how they should function. Okay. So hormones would be examples kind of, of, of peptides. Sorry about that. One of my children just burst into my office and completely distracted me. So, uh, we'll get back to the regularly scheduled program. Immunoglobulins would be um, antibodies that are made by the immune system to fight off invaders. Uh, and so when I say invaders, I'm talking about things like bacteria, viruses, toxins. Uh, so IgG uh, would be an example. Um, IgG was what I had mentioned earlier when we were talking about the, the full health and having to um, hang a bag of plasma. You know, if so we measure the IgG basically to assess how much um, what the concentration of antibodies is in that foal. So there's IgG that are in the body of adult animals too. In fact, IgG is um, actually the most abundant type of antibody that's in the system. Um, a third 
biologically active protein um, would be albumin. So albumin is a protein that really just, it nourishes the tissues. So it, it, it also keeps fluid from leaking out of blood vessels. Um, and then it's responsible for transporting things like hormones, vitamins, minerals, drugs, um, and really just kind of lots of different substances throughout the body. Um, the fourth biologically active, uh, protein that I want to point out is our growth factors. And so again, I think that's something that can sound scary, <clears throat> but growth factors are just, um, they're proteins that are made by the body, um, that basically function to help regulate cell growth and cell survival. So very, very important. So let's, um, let's talk about what plasma actually does for a horse um, on a level that we can maybe relate to a little bit easier. So plasma <clears throat> improves the efficiency of the immune system so that the horse doesn't have to spend all of its resources fighting all of these daily stressors. So think about two horses. Um, let's say you've got one you know, horse that is being fed a daily plasma supplement, and you've got a second horse who is not being fed a daily plasma supplement. Now, the horse that's on the, the plasma supplement and the horse that's not on the plasma supplement are going to have the same um, basic requirements from a maintenance status. I mean, that basically just means that, you know, in order for them to sustain biological processes or sustain life, they're both going to have the same amount of requirements, okay? The difference then is what happens in the immune system. Okay, so plasma is incredibly effective at supporting the immune system. And so when you have um, plasma in the daily diet of the horse, it allows the immune system to function uh, more efficiently. Okay, and when I say more efficiently, basically what that means is that the horse doesn't have to put as much um, energy or effort, um, if you will, into maintaining the normal immune response. Now, a horse that is not being fed plasma and is under a bunch of stress, um, that horse actually is set up to be in a situation where the immune system is going to have to work harder, okay? And when the immune system has to work harder, that means that there is less energy left over to pour, put towards um, the things that we as horse owners view as important, okay? And so... We, we talk about that extra leftover section as performance, okay? And when I say performance, that can be everything from, um, you know, just outward visual appearance, okay? That can be um, the ability to maybe maintain a healthy pregnancy. That can be um, their athletic performance, their athletic ability, um, and, and also just the chance for them to express their maximum genetic potential, okay? So there's a lot of different things that can actually go into that um, performance section. But the, the, the less effort that a horse has to put towards maintaining their immune system, the more effort they have available to then put towards that performance section, which is gonna make that horse more successful, but it's also going to make us as horse owners uh, much more happy. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's um let's talk about the immune system for a second, and in particular, uh, let's talk about 
the lining of the intestinal tract, okay? So the lining of the intestinal tract actually serves as what is termed a selective barrier. So basically that just means that um, the digestive tract, that barrier will allow nutrients in and it'll keep toxins and pathogens out, okay? So the keeper of the gate, so to speak, are things, these little proteins called tight junctions. All right, so here's um, here's a scenario maybe that might help you understand what's going on. So I'm going to compare a doctor's clinic to the horse's body, all right? When you go to the doctor, you have to have an appointment, okay, number one. You cannot just walk right in and talk to the doctor whenever you want to, okay? When you arrive at the doctor, you're screened by the front desk clerk, okay? So think of that desk clerk as uh, the tight junction. So she's controlling the tight junction, okay? So she verifies your name and your information and confirms that you have an appointment, but that clerk ultimately decides who can and cannot get back to see the doctor, okay? So the only way you're going to get through to see the doctor is if she decides it's okay for you to come in, all right? That's what's happening with tight junctions along the digestive tract, okay? The tight junctions are essentially helping decide who gets to come in and who needs to stay out, okay? So now let's imagine a doctor's office that has no front desk clerk and has no appointment book or scheduling calendar. And the, let's say that the door back to the doctor is just always open and it's not monitored and anybody can just walk back there anytime they feel like they need to go see the doctor. Okay. In that situation, I mean, people could essentially flood the clinic, completely overwhelm the doctor um, because they essentially have direct access. There's no gatekeeper. There's nothing filtering them and there's nothing really protecting the doctor. Okay. So that does a couple things. Number one, the doctor, who in this situation is like the immune system of the horse, okay, becomes just completely overwhelmed and cannot provide the, the appropriate care to all of the patients, okay? And then secondly, the people are flooding to the, to the back rooms. Um, they're exposing all of the sterile equipment to the diseases that they're carrying, which then ultimately is going to make an unsafe environment in the clinic, okay? And when I say the clinic, that I'm referring to the horse's body, okay? So if the clinic is deemed unsafe, then ultimately it has to stop doing business, okay? So the way that plasma helps a horse is they it supports the tight junction function, which essentially reduces that intestinal permeability and prevents toxins from penetrating. Um, so it, you know... Plasma basically helps that desk clerk function optimally, okay? It helps those tight junctions, keep those cells together, keep the good stuff in, and keep the bad stuff out. So let's, let's talk about um, just kind of the, the benefits of plasma. Um, so plasma actually, uh, it's really neat because it's, it flows through what is called the common mucosal immune system. So basically what's going on is, is plasma starts in the gut um, and it has all of these great benefits in the gut with tight junction function, cell integrity, um, reducing inflammation, et cetera. But then the bioactive proteins that are in plasma can actually move through the body by way of this common mucosal immune system. 
Okay, so once the plasma associates with this, this specific tissue, okay, it's called gut-associated lymphoid tissue or GALT, okay, is the acronym for it. Once the plasma is, is uh, associated with that lymphoid tissue, it can then move to peripheral tissues. So, uh, you know, areas like um, the gut, or I'm sorry, the, the lungs and the reproductive tract, okay, um, the, the bioactive proteins, once they're in, they can go into a bunch of different places within the body. Okay, so let's take let's take the lungs first. All right, um, the the bioactive proteins would travel to the to the lungs uh, by way of the bronchus associated lymphoid tissue. So BALT, um, the the bioactive proteins in plasma are, are basically they are going to help reduce um, the ratios of um, basically pro-inflammatory to anti-inflammatory cytokines. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be really helpful in horses who suffer from things like seasonal allergies, um, recurrent airway obstruction. So that would also be known as heaves, um, and also really helpful in horses with exercise-induced pulmonary hemorrhage, which um, EIPH is also referred to commonly as bleeding. Okay, so the um, the lungs when they are um, did you so total side note? Did you guys know that the lung capacity in a horse is 55 liters? Okay, let me put that into perspective. So, you know those like really big, all right, so 2 liter bottles of Pepsi or Coke or whatever like the big guys, okay, 2 liters. So, I mean, think about like 20 what 27 of those. I mean, when a horse's lungs are completely inflated, that's a lot of lung capacity, okay? So, if you've got inflammation going on within those lungs, um, adding something like plasma to the diet on a daily basis that can go in there and get to that tissue and help calm down some of those um, inflammatory cytokines and, and help reduce that inflammation can really be highly, highly effective. So reproductive health is another big area. Um, plasma is really helpful in in reproduction. So there was actually um, a study that was done using a mouse model to show that under travel stress, uh, females who were given a daily plasma supplement were actually able to maintain pregnancy rates at the same level of their counterparts who were not subjected to any stress. Okay, so basically um, there, there was a lab that... Um, so this, the particular lab's normal pregnancy rate was like 41%, okay? And so they had four treatment groups, which they gave plasma to, and then they induced travel stress to these um, females. And all of the females that were under this travel stress maintained the same pregnancy rate as the, the females that stayed in the lab and, and weren't subjected to any stress. Now, the control group was the group who was subjected to the travel stress, but was not given any plasma. And in that group, the pregnancy rates were less than 5%. So I'll repeat that. The group of females who were under the travel stress, but not given plasma, had a 5% pregnancy rate. Whereas the females that were under the travel stress and allowed to eat plasma, given plasma, maintained the same pregnancy rates as the labs normal for non-stressed females. So pretty, pretty important and influ influential. 
Um, the theory here is that, you know, by if you support the normal immune response, um, the again, that, that that animal or that horse is going to have more energy and more nutrients available uh, to port, put towards reproductive functions and, you know, to support the fetus or the em embryo growth um, versus, you know, having to, to divert that energy back to the immune system. So, I mean, ultimately, anytime you can reduce inflammation within the uterine mucosa, it's going to increase the chance of establishing a pregnancy. So that's how plasma is helping with pregnancy rates. So let's talk, um, let's talk full health for just a minute. So um, what researchers do know is that mares who are fed plasma through pregnancy have lower uh, TNF alpha. Okay, so TNF alpha is basically a marker for inflammation. So if the mare is on pregnant or on plasma throughout their pregnancy, she's going to have less inflammation. Okay, they also found that mares that are on plasma have higher IgG concentrations at foaling. And as a reminder, IgG is that important antibody that must be transferred to the foal, okay? And then the third piece that researchers found was that the foals themselves are less stressed, meaning there are lower levels of circulating inflammatory cytokines, okay? And the immune system is more efficient if their mama was eating plasma, okay? So... Plasma not only is going to affect, you know, help that mare, first of all, get pregnant, it's going to help support her stress levels and inflammation levels during the pregnancy. And then it's also going to um, help that foal so that he has lower stress levels after he is born. Um, another kind of neat thing about plasma that um, I guess when I first saw the research results from this, it kind of caught me off guard. Um, so Texas A&M actually did a study and found that um, feeding plasma actually increased the stride length of horses and improved the range of motion in their hawks. Okay, so we don't we don't know the exact mode of action here, but the theory is that you know plasma would be helping the body clear um, that normally occurring inflammation a little bit quicker, which therefore would you know reduce body soreness and kind of allow that horse to to move more freely and more liberally, okay? So just keep in mind that anytime you ride a horse or anytime, you know, let's say you go to work out and you lift a little bit heavier weights than you're used to, or you run at a faster pace, or you run a longer distance, or maybe you work out for the first time in like weeks or months or maybe even years. And, you know, that first 24 to 36 hours after you exercise, uh, you're going to feel some soreness in your muscles. Okay. So that's completely natural and that's completely normal. Um, the body under normal situations would help clear some of that inflammation and help the body recover quicker. So the theory here is basically that plasma is aiding in the body's uh, normal response to exercise and helping clear some of that and just kind of helping keep um, reducing that soreness and, and keeping the horse feeling a little bit more limber. Now, the last piece um, that I want to visit with before I head out is um, a study that was done on gastric ulcers. Okay, there's a word I'll bet everybody is very familiar with. Okay, so researchers at Iowa State found that feeding plasma actually prevents ulcer formation in the upper portion or the squamous tissue of the horse's stomach. So they basically took um, 30 horses, they used a private training facility, 
um, they pulled horses that um, all horses had started with ulcer scores of zero. Okay. And then they fed those horses just a typical ration. Um, so I think they, they did uh, like 2% of body weight in a grass alfalfa mixed hay. And then they did oats twice a day at, um, I think it was two pounds. And then what they did is they, half of the horses received um, plasma and then the other half received a placebo. Okay. So they then underwent, um, they put those horses into just a normal uh, 21 day training period. Okay. So three weeks. And during that three week period of time, those horses were asked to do, you know, just normal things that this trainer does with the horses. Okay. Breaking them, teaching them to load in a trailer. Um, They hauled them around town a bit. Uh, just, you know, put them on a hot walker, normal things that you would do with any kind of a horse that's in a training program. And so what they found was at the, um, at the end of the three-week period, the researchers re-scoped those horses, and they found that the horses that were on the high dose of plasma actually had significantly uh, less ulcer formation, okay? So there was a significant difference between the horses that were on plasma. And when I say significant, so for all of you research buffs out of the out there, um, the p-value was actually 0.0001. Okay. Now, for all of the rest of you who just care about how many horses got ulcers and how many didn't, um, 86% of the horses that were not that were on the placebo got ulcers. Okay. And only 14% of the horses that were on the plasma got ulcers. Okay. So Again, we're not saying that, you know, plasma is a cure-all for anything by any means, but there is a statistically significant um, improvement in those, uh, the chance of an ulcer or the chance of a horse not getting ulcers if they are on plasma on a daily basis. And kind of just the theory behind that is that the plasma is going to help prevent ulcers by, um, you know, essentially reducing the inflammation within the gastric mucosa. So. Um, I'm getting pretty close to my time here. I like to try to keep these podcasts um, around 30 minutes or or less if possible. So I'm going to leave you with this. Um, if I were asked, if someone were to ask me, you know, if there was one nutritional technology that you could feed to your horse, nothing else, what would you choose? And my answer is without a doubt, plasma. Okay. So there, I mean, there's just too much scientific data <laughs> to support its use. Um, I, it just, it, it, and it affects so many different areas within the body. So I think you'd be really hard pressed to find another, uh, nutritional technology out there that can affect so many different areas. So, you know, we're able to help the gut, the lungs, the reproductive tract, gastric ulcers, uh, stride length, range of motion. All right. That's a lot of different components within the body that can be supported with just one simple supplement. Um, so I would be amiss if I didn't tell you where you can find this stuff. So plasma um, is available through Stride Animal Health. Okay, so Stride Animal Health is the exclusive supplier of plasma for the equine market in the United States. And the name of the product is Lifeline Plus Equine. Okay, so again, Lifeline Plus Equine is the product that is this plasma that I've been talking about in this entire podcast. And then also uh, just this month, Blue Bonnet Feeds uh, has launched a brand new feed that is designed really with leaky gut syndrome in mind. And that particular product um, also contains plasma. And so the name of that product is Equiline Pro Care. 
Um, so both of those products, um, jump on either of those websites, Stridentum Health or bluebonnetbeads.com. Um, either of those sites, you can get to the Lifeline Plus or the Echoline Pro Care and find just a whole bunch of, of extra information on both of those. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Feed Room Chemist. If you like what you hear, be sure to share with your friends, post to social media, or give us a review. And as Winston Churchill used to say, no hour of life is wasted that is spent in the saddle. So go saddle up.